This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Hannah. How was your two weeks? Because it's been a while since we've recorded. I mean, oh we've recorded, but we've not had our show. We had a little oh, break. I was like trying to remember. I was like, when did we? Oh, yeah, we yeah. did an interview. We recorded an interview Sunday. So it's yes. not like this is truly. But for our listeners, this is the first time they've heard us. That is true. Well, then. Well, I'm doing well because I will be having my second uh, vaccine soon. So that's pretty cool. I know. That's so exciting. Mm. And then hopefully the rest of us will all be vaccinated by May. Well, Virginia, I'll say, is moving on out because I'm noticing some people who don't have like a lot of the health stuff either, et cetera, or aren't essential workers getting it now. So I'm thinking it's going to be even sooner than May, but who knows? I think you But hopefully it. it'll all be, yeah. Like it will all be good, Batman. How are you though? Yes. I'm good. So last week, one of the reasons why we took a break is because I moved. So I'm finally in my condo. So this is the first. I mean, well, I re- re- did record on Sunday. We did an interview and that was in my new condo. But this is like the first episode that will air that is actually done in my condo. Also, I want to wish my soul roommate, Caitlin Ashby, congratulations to her and her husband, Danny. They had a baby last night, Xander Scott Ashby, and he is adorable, and I can't wait to meet him. So hopefully I'll be able to meet him before he is going off to college. But so that's that was my my like two weeks in a nutshell. Congrats, Caitlin. And he was born he was born on International Women's Day. So <gasps> I feel like that's a wonderful way to celebrate. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Your baby is I don't know. That's awesome. That's freaking well, awesome. Well, going through labor, I feel like that's the most woman thing you can do. So congratulations to her. Hopefully she hears this one day. Um but This episode, speaking about International Women's Day, this is a very exciting episode for us. So we took a break from interviewing people, and we have more interviews coming through, but we thought we would take um, all the women that we've interviewed and compile what they would like to tell people, and that's what you're going to listen to today. And it's so exciting, and it was really cool going back and listening, especially from like over a year ago what these wonderful women would like to tell people. And I feel like a lot of them gave a lot of life lessons in what they would like to tell people. So it was just so exciting to hear from them again, even though these are past recordings. So I really hope that you guys get something from this episode, even if you've already listened to these women. It's just a a lovely reminder of what it is to be a woman. And many of them actually speak about um, being a woman. And I just thought it was so perfect. So this episode's part one. And then in two weeks, we'll air part two with the rest of our wonderful ladies. Enjoy. Now, Ambrosia, this is our segment where you get to tell people what you'd like to tell them. So what I would like to tell people is that no matter what, 
your goal looks like, what it is, just stay focused on it. Um, no matter how long it takes to get there, just stay focused. If it's truly something that you want to do, then you face the challenges head on and keep going forward. Sometimes you may have to take a detour for a little while, but always make sure that you're working towards coming back. Um, nothing's easy in life. Nothing is given to us. Um, and the more work you put into it, the more rewarding it will be. You'll be more, for me personally, I'll say, it's more satisfying because I know that I, I put in so much effort in order to make it happen. Um, and it's and it's also my other thing is, it's on the spiritual side. Like I always pray about everything before I do it. Um, and ask God to show me, okay, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Because I don't want to do something and put energy in something that God didn't put me here to do. And so that's always my focus, no matter what it is. If it's something, even things that I don't want to do, if I feel like, okay, God wants me to do this little piece, it usually ends up helping me or somebody else in the end. And so always just stay true to yourself. Don't let go of your own values. Know your strength. Have confidence in yourself. Find someone or a group of people who also think like you, who can keep you motivated and pushing forward. Um, that's something my dad always told me when I was probably, I don't know, fifth grade. I don't know. I was young. He was saying, never be the smartest person in your circle because you can't grow. You can't learn anything. So he, cause he told me, he's like, I always hung out with people who were older than me because they could give me wisdom. I think I have been really, really good about keeping a really good circle of people around me to push me forward. So never give up and keep pushing forward always. All right, Carol. Now this is our segment of where you get to tell people what you would like to tell them. What I would like to tell them in reference to uh, life experiences or careers, uh, it specifically what? Uh, well, do you want to tell them how they can get into? Oh, well, if they were interested in getting into a career of laboratory science, I would say uh, that's well and good. However, as I have seen it, that is evolving. And um, if I had it to do over again, knowing what I know now and the opportunities were available back then, I would become a physician's assistant or a medical doctor because uh, at a certain point, yes, you do need somebody there to do the testing to help the physician diagnose and manage. However, at a certain point, you know, you're not allowed to, you know, do any more. And so if you really have the aptitude and the brain power and the energy, then I would advise somebody, you can explore it maybe during the summer when looking for career paths to get into. Certainly shadow somebody um, to see what laboratory medicine is all about. So my advice would be, you know, get out there and shadow and see what you like and um, and then and then decide which direction you want to fly your kite. This is our segment where Esther gets to tell us what she would like to tell people. Yeah, so earlier on in the podcast, I mentioned that I was an Asian woman. Um, surprise, I am an Asian woman, specifically a Korean woman. Um, and I don't know how many of your listeners will know this, but most Korean women, girls, they just grow up um, pretty in like conservative families and 
your parents have an idea of how you should be as a lady and you know it's to be like soft and feminine and besides the Korean angle I also grew up in a very religious family and so um and I feel like you know when I say religious a lot of the times it takes the connotation is like weirdly religious where it's like cult-like or like I was so sheltered when I was young um but the thing is I don't feel that way at all and you know I think other people when they look in and probably see how I grew up they might think that it's weird but um you know I never I don't know that, that we were in a cult or I was doing anything against my will I remember going to church as early as I could have any memories of going to church and so I grew up in the church you know but it was like a normal routine and my parents didn't make crazy rules um and everything was in the context of like they had these rules because they were my parents they loved me and that was how I understood it and it was never in the context of like oh it's because like god wanted to be like this or god wanted to be like that so you know that was just like my way of life i also mentioned that i was a goody two shoes and always wanting to please people and so that also meant that i grew up you know pretty much as like a an A student, an A daughter, you know, never really strayed or had like super rebellious periods of my life and it wasn't ever like something that I had to tamp down and I was like dying to like burst out of the shell, but it was just who I was and um you know never thought twice about it. You know, as I got into my late 20s and and my 30s now, I just realized oh there was like this part of my life that I had never really experienced or never sought out and it was to break out of like that conservative bubble and to me it just meant like just seeking different experiences as like a 28, 29, 30-year-old woman and having the freedom to do so and the freedom to make my own decisions that I felt honestly I definitely wouldn't be here today without those and not that everyone has to go through extreme experiences to understand that part of their lives but to me it was just kind of just felt like I just needed to open that window or that door And to see what was on the other side. Yeah, so I think I mean, I we said I still feel super young like I'm in my early 20s and um my body might be a little bit more like slow. Um I don't handle my alcohol as well, but in terms of just, you know, my like passion and my hopes and dreams for life, it just still feels like I'm young in that and not as jaded, which is probably a good thing. Um and I think in the midst of everything, you know, my parents are at this point a little bit worried about oh, what are you going to get married? And my my grandmother has been worried for 8 years now. She thought apparently you're supposed to get married before you're 25, have babies before you're 25. Otherwise, oh, wow. yeah. Other times like, have changed, grandma. <laughs> like West Virginia. Exactly. She's like the older that you get, the stupider your babies are. And obviously, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I should have said that. But um, you know, it's just like a, her obviously not grounded in science. It's just it's her, like old, yeah. It's her stigma. It's her That's old all. Asian way of thinking. Yeah, but I think society tells you one thing, but um like we said, you you got to carve out your own path and you have to um find yourself in the midst of it and I would say um the most important thing is to be true to yourself. Um you know, be 
be kind to yourself um, no matter how long it might take you to get there and I think it's easy to grow like really jaded and easily compare yourselves to other people who are in a certain milestone in life but you know you really have to be content with who you are yeah and I think the practice of like finding at least one thing to be thankful for every day that really just really helps with your life and pushing you forward and you know and as other women other women in your 30s out there I would say um, know your worth and um, know who you are fill your life with good things so that you're not putting yourself down compared to what you think other people think about you but you just gotta live your life and um you don't give a fuck about what other people say now keely this is our segment where you get to tell people what you would like to tell them all right (sighs) finally i get to tell people what i'd like to tell them first of all i want to tell everyone you're a great human being okay you should know that second of all i want to say that You know, during this time, you're going to do some things and you're probably going to do them poorly and you're not going to do them so well. And that's okay. You know what? If you try to do something during this time of stress and worry, even if you try and it's not as perfect as you want it to be, I mean, we all want to do everything perfectly and you do it poorly. At least you tried. So I want to say keep trying whatever it is that you want to do, should do, feel you should do, whatever it is. And the other thing I want to say is improv really works on being supportive to each other. So, you know, keep that in mind. Be supportive not only to other people, but be supportive to yourself and create whatever safe spaces you need to create. Definitely during this time, that's something that I do as a teacher when I teach improv is my first goal is to create a safe space. And then eh, we do a little improv. So right now, Create your safe space, whatever that takes to do that. Please do that. And, you know, just be confident that this too will pass, that, you know, you're going to just accept what is happening and you're going to make offers. And some of those offers are going to be accepted by the world or by yourself. And some of them aren't. But just be kind to yourself and just keep going. And I guess the other thing is, you know, I don't really even know how to end it, but just embrace this unexpected time and find what you need to find by not, you know, putting up walls or, you know, saying no, but saying, yeah, you know, life sucks right now. And look at that. I learned how to make bread. Now, Rhonda, this is the time where you get to tell people what you would like to tell them. So um, I would like to tell everyone that uh, volunteering is something really close to my heart. um, And I think it really falls in line with my passion and my purposes of just helping people better themselves and helping women become leaders and just, you know, being in the community and just being that person that, you know, others can feel like they can go to for help when they need it. And the Junior League is such a really good organization um, where you can gain leadership skills and increase on the ones you have. Um, Black Girls Run is such an inspiring group of women where we are working on getting healthy and learning, you know, different foods and different ways to be healthy and just self-care and just learning how to better take care of ourselves as we, you know, increase in 
age and just the running and the camaraderie um, and just the relationships that I've built on both organizations will last a lifetime. Um, and I'll probably be, you know, enjoying these organizations for years to come. Now, Jen, this is the time you get to tell people what you would like to tell them. I would like to tell people that right now, nobody knows up from down, that it's fine to feel super confused, super elated, super depressed, super confused again, and then like this spot of joy, and then spend the whole next day grieving. All that is fine, because no, nobody knows what's happening, but what you really need to find a way to tap into is like underneath all of the fear, underneath all of the concerns for who you thought you were and what you thought that you did. Like, why are you here? Like, what is underneath all of that? And, and, and that's, that's where the answer is because I feel very strongly the answer about right now is not the economy. It's not the COVID virus. It's not politics. It's not the structures around us. It's like, who are we when all of that is dissolved? And you need to find a way to be proud of that person. And if you are sitting in a space of anger, a space that is far more, um, you know, anger hurts, like anxiety hurts. It physically hurts to, to cry that hard and to worry that hard and to, to throw those emotions so hard, the negative ones. So if you're in that space, recognize it and recognize you got to get under it to get around this, right? Because what I've learned from, you know, losing, you know, losing, I don't know, pausing my core business, losing what I thought was our inalienable right to um, income this year, and then having to turn it around to try to, you know, to just to make some money in the process, because that's what we do. What I've learned in all of that is really what's essential. And essential, I mean, food is essential, so that's great. I've also learned that everything but what's not essential, like the excess is not essential. It's not, I mean, I miss my eyelashes so much, but my eyelash extensions, but I guess those are not, what's essential, like then forget about the things, like what's essential in your heart. And if you were unhappy before this with what you were doing or what you're creating or how you were living your life, then I don't know what to tell you to make you happy, but recognize that you weren't and recognize that this is the time because I recognize I was I was fundamentally fulfilled with the creative endeavors. I have fear about income. I have fear and that's part of being an entrepreneur. You know, part of being an entrepreneur is getting really comfortable with discomfort when it comes to like revenue stream. So that never really goes away. No matter how big that you get, it's still here. It was here before. But when I strip that part away from it, I'm still doing what I wanted to do when I was a little person, which was to inspire people with outfits. And I'm doing that. Maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's this, maybe it's not, but getting dressed every day, making my content, making my, my community laugh, talking about it with them while my children come in and scream in the background, you know, that's grounding me. It's giving me the ability 
to be real and to like, I don't know, to set an example for my kids of, of a routine. And then all the stuff that I taught myself about how to business build this business and how to create a brand and how to do social media, all of like the technical things that I taught myself and I learned on this road and I was able to apply to my husband's business so quickly right whatever the revenue story ends up being if i can if you can if we can all strip that away are these things are they articulating who you are at your core are you doing the thing that you were put here to do i am i am doing that i don't know how i'm doing it and my husband is doing it and we're doing it in an entrepreneurial capacity what it looks like from you know profitability long term if i that's the part we all get hung up on. We're getting hung up on this part that I'm getting hung up on is because I'm realizing, even as I'm talking right now, that I judge myself on the amount of, of sales I can make. I judge myself on how many conversions, how many hits, how many times somebody buys something from me. And yeah, when you're, when you're in business, it's kind of how you have to judge yourself. But if you can strip that away, are you doing the thing that brings even if it doesn't bring all the joy yet, is it sparking? Is it a seed? Is it growing? If you can take the money away, then is it keeping your heart beating and inspired? So I don't know what the end goal, what it looks like in the end, but I know that I'm doing that thing. All right, Lexi, now's your time where you get to tell people what you would like to tell them. All right. I'm kind of jumping off of the whole influencer train that I was on. You don't need to look like everyone on social media. You don't need to look perfect and flawless every day. And if that's how you want to look, absolutely go for it. Makeup has no rules. Are there guidelines? Yes. But makeup really has no rules. And if you want to do the full dramatic glam look every single day with lots of product, go for it. Um, that is, that is beautiful in and of itself. Every makeup look is, you know, has its own level of, of beauty and it's, it's all, it's all with purpose. But this age of social media makes people think that they have to look a certain way. And it, it breaks my heart when I, when I have clients who will say, oh, well, can you make me look like this person? And they'll show me a picture of an Instagrammer and I will say, I can give you the, the colors the, the shape of the eyeshadow, but you know, a lot of this is their lighting. A lot of this is filters. A lot of this is product that was caked on to look this way for this particular photo. And normally when people play around with their makeup and apply that heavier makeup, they find that they don't actually like it. So in a nutshell, you don't need to look like everyone on social media. You are beautiful exactly as you are. And remember that there are tons of filters on a lot of Instagram and, um, YouTube media. Um, something else that I would like to make sure that people know is that skincare is absolutely critical. Skincare is way more important than makeup. Please wear sunscreen. Oh my goodness. Please wear sunscreen every day of your life. And you only have one skin your whole life. Make sure that you treat it well. Cleanse your skin, hydrate your skin, treat it well, and it will treat you well in return. Guess what I'm wearing? I don't know, Rachel. Our t-shirt? Yes, I think everyone should go buy one right now. 
They can even receive 15% off by using our listener code telling people found in our episode notes. Order your t-shirt now by going to our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. And if they've already bought one of our shirts, they should go post a picture and hashtag what I'd like to tell people. Jessica, what would you like to tell people? There's a few things. I think that, uh, first of all, never underestimate art history. Okay. Art history is really important. It's one of those fields that I think are in danger. A lot of the humanities are in danger right now. Um, Colleges and universities don't see them as profitable. People's parents think that they're not these perfect bridges into a job or career. But art history and fine arts, making art, um, all of those, those cultural aspects, they're so critical to our economy. Um, so much of our economy is made up of something that's art related. Uh, but it also is a really important way of understanding the world. And our world is so visual. Uh, you need to have those kind of intense visual analysis and crit- critical thinking skills to be successful in it. So don't discount it. Okay. Don't, uh, everybody should take an art history class um, to learn how to look at images. And then the other thing that I have to say is, you know, just be prepared that life doesn't turn out how you think it will. Like you have to work really hard at everything. And, you know, things are, we're not as far along as we think we are in terms of gender and race and, and, and homophobia. And we really need to, to work on these things and accept that these changes aren't going to happen probably in our lives. We're going to, they're going to happen in later generations, but we'll have to work for it. Um, so it would be nice if things were different, but one of the things that I've learned as I'm kind of, I'm done with the first part of my career, I'm learning that it, it, it's not as, it's not that much different. Things are really, a lot of it is still the same. So we just have to keep fighting and it's, it's great that we talk about it now instead of it being quiet. I think that's it. Carly, what would you like to tell people? Oh my gosh. I'm normally a talking machine and when <laughs> it's like, when somebody actually flat out asks you, then I'm like, gosh, what do I want to tell people? Um, I, I think one of the most important things, and it's really not just for children, but for adults too, that some, I've heard it so many times, I'm too old to do that now. Um, I'm not old enough to do that now. I can't follow my dreams. I don't, I don't have enough time to pull that off. And really what I would say is don't let your dreams go by, no matter what it is. Try to make it happen and don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen right when you want it because that happened to me. I, I mean, I tried to get books published, gosh, 15, 20 years ago and I didn't really know what I was doing and gosh, there's so much stuff online. This company will help you. That company will help you and you don't know what's legit. And so, um, the timing just wasn't there for me back then. And then, uh, like I said, I posted it on Facebook and that's when my friend Tracy Adkins said, I can help you make this happen. And so I do think it was just God's timing and not my timing. Like I said, I just don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen in your timing. Because literally 15 years ago and now here I'm getting my book published. It's a little later than what I wanted, but I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, and so just just don't give up on your dreams if you have something that you want to accomplished, no matter what that is. Christina, what would you like to tell people? Well, I'm glad that you asked me that. <laughs> uh, and I have to say, I listened to some of your prior uh, prior episodes and um, 
and I'm feeling under a little pressure. So I'm going to try to do a good job on this question. Um, considering You'll be amazing. Episode, You'll be amazing, like always. <laughs> Um, the, the one thing I want to say is, uh, and this is definitely, um, it's coming from an artist as an artist centric, uh, suggestion, but really it's for, it's for everything in everyday life. Take chances. You know, I, I, when I, when I decided to, you know, apply for the AIP program, you know, through when I found it on LinkedIn and go through the call for artists, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been rejected by publishers and I've been turned down by clients. And I mean, that's the nature of our business. That's, you know, we just deal with it all the time. So when I applied, I, I, I didn't think I was going to get it. Um, but it didn't stop me from trying, you know, I'm like, well, hey, you know what, the worst, worst case scenario, they say no, right? So it's always about at least give it a shot, see where it takes you. Um, and then, and it's, it's given me a coin, coin with both sides. So like that, it, I never thought it would happen. Uh, so take chances. Sometimes you'll surprise yourself and you might surprise uh, others, which is, which is pretty cool too, you know? So um, take chances and persevere. You know, if you'd love to do something, I mean, drawing, painting, that is my passion. That is my therapy. I mean, that's, that's what I do. That's, I look forward to doing it. Um, if I didn't do that, I would be, uh, I would be a sad person. I'd be a little miserable <laughs> just because that's who I am. I'm a creative and I, I need to create. Um, so definitely make sure that you are going through uh, life and, and doing what you love to do. And if you are having trouble doing that, you have to make time for it. You have to find time and make it happen. Um, find inspirations, surround yourself with people, whether it be virtual or whether it be in person, uh, who, who do what you want to do or who do what you do, you know, and then you're going to find yourself uh, being immersed in it. And you don't have to be like a super, you know, uh, you know, person on top with, with everything that you want to do. But as long as you're content, happy and satisfied and you are just loving life, that's what really counts, you know? So I would just say persevere and take chances. Don't be afraid of failure because every, and I just want to say that simultaneously when this great thing was happening, there was failures happening too. So I stayed humble <laughs> and grounded. Carlin, what would you like to tell people? I want to tell people when it comes to their social media, stop focusing on the followers. Unless they are paying you money or you have their email address, I would not worry about them. Uh, I think it's a vanity metric and a lot of us focus so, so much on those followers instead of producing content that really could potentially resonate with your ideal audience. Show up consistently on sh social, show your face, and that means out from behind the logo and be consistent. And more importantly, have some fun. Social media is supposed to be Fun. It's not supposed to be daunting or overwhelming. It's there to engage and connect you with others. So focus on creating compelling content that not just connects, but can eventually over time lead to the ultimate conversion. Rachel, what would you like to tell people? I think the most important thing I would like to tell people is evolving, keep growing, Keep chasing dreams. Um, don't ever feel like it's too late. I always wanted to write a book. I always loved writing poems and stories. And I felt like I had an interesting story to tell and wanted to tell it. And I felt this was the best way. So 
that's why the very first um, page in my book, like of the actual story, is my dad and my dad and I. So um, anybody that knows us, you know, knows that's who's uh, at the beginning of the book. And so, you know, yeah, just keep being you, doing you, and chasing those dreams. And if you feel you have something to share or tell to the world, then by all means do that, especially if you think it can make a positive change. So I think that the book is already doing that. So I'm pretty excited. Okay, Joanne, this is our segment of what you would like to tell people. So please tell us what you would like to tell people about speech pathology, your job, or just anything that's going on. I think with, in regards to speech pathology in the school system, if you find as a parent that your child is in need of help in a certain area, that you wouldn't look at the label that a child might receive in the school system and think that it defines your child, because it won't. It's only to help them get the services that they would need at that point, and then you're going to love your child no matter what. So it, it doesn't matter what the what a couple letters say. It's not going to change who your child is. What I'd like to tell people is an independent podcast recorded and edited by us, Rachel and Hannah. Our theme song is written and recorded by Sean Price. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can receive the latest episode. Also, rate and review our episodes so we can receive more listeners. Go to our website www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Find the link and more information in the episode notes. Until next week. And this was What I'd Like to Tell People.